Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie and I'm your guide. Last week we heard the final episode of 419 Disciple Makers podcast. And in a few weeks we have something new coming your way. So stay tuned to the weekly moments of encouragement as we prepare to ramp up a new podcast just for you. Do you remember in Luke 11 when the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray, and he teaches them the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins or our trespasses as we forgive those who sin or trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Have you ever thought about all the words in the Lord's Prayer, like, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done? What are we asking for in this prayer? What is the kingdom of God? John Wesley gives special attention to the Lord's Prayer because it lays a general foundation for all prayer. In his journal, he wrote his thoughts as he meditated on the Lord's Prayer. Under the words, Thy kingdom come, Wesley wrote, May your kingdom come quickly and swallow up all the kingdoms of the earth. Under thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Wesley wrote, May all inhabitants of the earth do your will as willingly as the holy angels. The Greek term kingdom is used 162 times in the New Testament, with most of them referring to the kingdom of God. Yet how often do we as believers discuss the kingdom of God and keep it in the forefront of our hearts? I believe one reason we don't talk about God's kingdom as much as we should is because we don't fully understand the mysterious concept. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, the term kingdom is understood as a dynamic nature and refers primarily to the rule or the reign of a king. It is seldom used in a static sense, like maybe we think of as a territory. Instead, it's, it's a moment. It's not a place. As a result, the vast majority of instances in the Bible, it might be better to translate the expression kingdom of God as the rule of God. Essentially, the kingdom of God is where God's will is done. Whenever we submit to God's commands versus our desire, the kingdom of God has come near. So how does that apply to our life? This is an invitation to make our Heavenly Father our Lord in all things and for us to become His servant. But not the kind of servant that's enslaved <laughs> without any choice, but instead choosing to live as 
Jesus teaches because that way is the best. Consider this. Have you ever had a supervisor that you worked very closely with? And if the supervisor went away, could you step in and do all the things that he or she would like done? Many of us can. We know how our supervisors think, thus we can do his or her will and carry on the work even if they're not around. That is even the type of employee we want, right? (laughs) And that is the way it is in the kingdom of God. We do the will of God because we know him and the things he likes. And uncoincidentally, these actions are really good for us and others. Do not kill. Love others as you love yourself. Take a true Sabbath rest from your work. See, we move out of our, quote, falling apart kingdom and into the perfect kingdom of God each time we choose to do his will. In a culture that says we can have things our way, we simply do not believe Jesus when he tells us that the glorious kingdom is found in becoming a servant of God. Jesus modeled this when he said in John 6:38, I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. We may feel that the idea of being a servant is just not practical or that the kingdom greatness is not as fun as the current opportunity in front of us. Or maybe we justify ourselves by saying, I am a servant most of the time. I didn't kill anyone this week, (laughs) though I may have been too busy to love my neighbor. The gospel is about living counterculturally. Jesus calls us to a new way of experiencing life. As we say yes to servanthood, we learn to honor God, obey him, and serve others. Then we are in the kingdom of God and experiencing all the glorious riches of his promises. Can you imagine the peace, love, And joy, if every child of God fully lived that way, oh, what a beautiful sight. Heavenly Father, help us to live in full surrender of our will and under the teachings of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit who guides us into your kingdom. Let the words, your kingdom come, your will be done, be truly in our hearts as we pray, so much so that with great joy we gladly step up to wash another person's feet. Seek first the kingdom of God and His will. Until next time. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.